Yes, you lovely people. If you're not already, make sure you give us a follow over on Spotify. One thing um, Ben said you didn't want to talk about today, serious matter, Robert Lukaku. <laughs> oh, man. I had, I had a fight with Gary Lineker about Lukaku. How the heck? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Hello everybody, I'm Ben Foster. Welcome to another episode of the Foscast. Today we are joined by internet sensation himself, Alex Elmsley. You might probably know him a little bit better as I'm Alex. Alex, welcome to the Foscast. Oh mate, thank you. I'm absolutely buzzing to be on. No, we're buzzing to have you mate. You're a legend. I've met you once before. Yes. And I came home straight away and didn't I? Didn't I? I buzzed off you. You had your filthy Gucci headband on, right? I gave it to you as well. You we gave it well. away for charity. We did give it away for charity. Um, but I buzzed off you. Proper lad, funny, can't stop talking, world class, right? So can you just explain, uh, please explain to the viewers at home, the listeners, what it is you actually do? Oh, I've done well, I've done so many things over my long YouTube career. Um, <laughs> You're mainly, 23 years old, by the I way. I know, yeah? I'm 23. Long, and <laughs> that's, not, that's not a joke. It's a yeah. long YouTube career. Originally, originally I, I kind of um, slagged off other YouTubers. Uh, <laughs> still do, to be fair. I've got plenty more of that coming. Um, but just there's so much stuff on the internet that I just, it blows my mind. Yeah. So I just kind of like laughing at it. So that's mainly what I do. Then I do with my podcast as well. Yeah. Uh, also with Spotify. We love Spotify. Please renew my contract, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, and I also do my podcast as well. I talk to like, other YouTubers and actors and hopefully footballers, Ben. Um, I, well, I do want to get you on. So 100%, mate. Yeah. Just, we'll, we'll line it up. We'll pod for pod. We've got to do the trade. Because you do love your football, don't you? Oh, I do. And I've never really been able to properly talk about it because like, I've got like a 75% female audience. Have they you just, really? They Is just, it really? Yeah, they just don't care. Under, they, they don't care. I wish they could. I try my best. But they, they, they Is want... it really 75%? Yeah. It, used to, it was always so much higher than all the other boys um, because of the fact that I would make videos on... I guess YouTubers who added more because I would do stuff on people who did like makeup and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because they're the most controversial lot, you know. Really, yeah. Yeah, because it's like proper cat fights. Man. Does it get a bit bitchy? Yeah, yeah man. The makeup. Am makeup... I allowed to say bitchy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bitchy, definitely. Yeah. They'd say way worse. Um, yeah, the makeup YouTubers. That was kind of where it all properly took off because it was such like a big phenomenon, and then I jumped on the back of it, being like. I don't think people are looking at this because they just kind of pass it off as like an entirely female thing. Whereas there's so much entertainment in like laughing at these makeup channels because they properly hate each other and like trying to sell their makeup plats. Like, oh, what? So they basically watch each other's and then try and put them down, belittle them. Like, that's not how you should do it. You should do it like this and all that kind of stuff. And you just laugh at them all. Yeah. (laughs) I would just sit there and kind of take this. Like, I'm not really in this space. So I could just take it exactly at face value. And then that made it so much funnier. And then those videos are the ones that weirdly did the best out of all of them. So, so well, I can't believe that about the audience. What do you think um, our audience is? I, gotta, I mean, it, I'd assume it's probably like 80% male, more. surely. Is it more? Go on. Is it 90, like 95? 94. That's yeah. mental. Get Ben on your pod tomorrow. Exactly. I, th- I, to be, I think now it's more 50-50. After I did like, I did a group channel of like Will Lenny and yeah. George Wingless and James Marriott. After we did that... Me, but me and James already had more female audience, and Will and George had more male. But if you put if you could compare, if you put us in a room, you'd probably be able to kind of see just on our demeanour that that would probably happen. Yeah. <laughs> Will and George are more laddie than me and James are, to say the least. <laughs> so it's always going to be that way. Right, come on, give me some football talk. So big charity fan. 
Yeah, huge Chelsea fan. Um, do you ever, do, well, do you often get to go watch the boys or are you always watching on telly or that kind of this stuff? This season, I've basically been at every single home game okay. for yeah, the really? first time ever. Um, because, uh, purely because of the job, like YouTube. If yeah. it wasn't for that, there would absolutely be no chance, really. But I got so lucky this year um, because I, I, I didn't grow up in London. I'm born in High Wycombe. Yeah. Um, my mum's an Arsenal fan. My dad's a Brentford fan. Yeah. Um, and I'm a Chelsea fan. Uh, who knows how that happened? Yeah. I had a mate. Um, he was actually from Birmingham, actually. He's from Droitwich. We're around that area. Yeah, yeah. And he was a massive Chelsea fan. I used to hate football. Like, I did not like it at all. Mainly because he was so good. Till what age, though? Like, we're talking I like would have been teams. like six, seven. Oh, like early doors. So okay, early, yeah, early, yeah. early. But yeah. like, I did not like it. It wasn't like I just wasn't... I was like, I... I then I just watch my mates run around. I used to sit on the sideline like a big coat, <laughs> and then he'd just be like banging and banging goals. He's the in. man. And then he just came to me one day and he was like, "It's boring if you don't play." And then he went, "Just stand up front," because he loved the forty-yard. There's no better feeling than a personal win, and the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. I'd screamer. And you go, <laughs> if the keeper saves it, just tap it in. Yeah, nice. And I we like just it. developed that. I just you, played that you role. You can run, though. You've Partnership. got energy, haven't you? That's I what do. I noticed on the hashtag one. I was watching the hashtag. So it was a 24-hour live stream. And they played for 24 hours, rolling subs. Oh, yeah. And we were talking about it earlier on. So um, you've got a few players. Um, Anton Ferdinand went. Uh, yeah, Marlon Anton Harewood. Marlon Harewood, Marlon Harewood, Harewood did not like me. Didn't he? Uh, to be fair, uh, originally I didn't realise it was Marlon Harewood. So every time I had the ball one-on-one, I wouldn't square it to him. <laughs> and obviously, he's an ex-Premier League footballer. And he was got he got his patience wolf in very quickly with me constantly going for goal. And he's shouting, pass it here, come on, I've yeah. got a tap in and you're he was like, what are you doing? He's like, What are you doing? And I was like, I've got to score more than Chris and D. So 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 talk to me. So you did this twenty four hour live stream. So how how long were you there for? How long did you play? I for? was meant to be there for like two hours. I had like a two hour slot and then I ended up playing for about six. Yeah. You're like you... a Duracell bunny. So, but when we got there it was coming towards the last uh, like eight or nine hours so the the pace had dropped and it was a bit slower but tell us about your observations when um when the big dog rolled up oh, well, so what happened was is when i was playing it was pretty easy because it was like me versus youtubers kind of like on my level but i could constantly see all like the hashtag players they were just waiting around and they refused like straight up refused to play like if <laughs> it got to the point where people were like i'm so knackered i want to come off but nobody would come on because they knew that ben was coming <laughs> And they were like, w- I have to score against themselves. Ben. <laughs> because obviously, like, you've got ex-pros there, but you're the only actual professional footballer <laughs> still playing. And especially because you just beaten United, everybody was like, I need to fight if I can score. I'm better than Ronaldo. <laughs> so that was like, that was that the, the logic? mindset. The mindset was if you could beat Ben, then you you're were better, better at finishing Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo. That simple formula, though. That's how it works. That's how people like football Twitter decide football, to be fair. Course, it's, that, yeah. it's that recency bias. So yeah. it's like, we're, yeah, we're, I could save for at least 24 hours on better Ronaldo. We had so. just, we're just battered Man United 4-1. And um, 
to be fair, when I got the, like I say, you put a shift in, like you were actually, actually out on the pitch for a long time, but then you wouldn't just go home. You would just go and sit upstairs and just, you'd go commentary. He was just chatting to everybody. Buzzing around yeah, the place. I had never met him before and I was sitting there trying to do commentary and he's just chewing my ear off me. He was like, he's not even doing commentary and he was next to me just chewing my ear off. He was incredible. I was, I was, just, I was like talking to you and Anton Ferdinand at the same time. I was, I was having a great time. <laughs> we, like, we, we literally walked out of the event and we got in the car to go home and Ben was like, I like Alex. He's oh, wicked. He's yeah. wicked. He's got lots of energy. Oh, energy. I do. I love that. I like way. people. By the way, earlier, you know that he described himself basically as like Jermaine Defoe. So he said his mate was like the big guy who would shoot from it. And then he was the little one who would just tap it in like bit, like big and small. What are they called? Lies and Tall? Like What's Niall Quinn and Kevin Phillips. There you go. Something like I'll that. Take a big that man and a little man. Actually, a I big will. man and a little man. Not that you're a little man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I am quite small. Right. Come on then. Uh, bring it back to Chelsea. Um... Last season. Last season. You went to you went to pretty much every home game. Pretty much every single home game. I was meant to go to the away games, but then the Russian takeover kind of, well, the, all the oh, stuff yeah. in Russia and Ukraine kind of stopped that from yeah, happening because yeah. no tickets and all of that, um, uh, which is obviously not the worst thing to come out of that. But I was quite yeah. gutted. I was quite, I was quite gutted. That <laughs> Poor I you. Yeah, I was quite gutted that I didn't, like, I didn't get to do that. But luckily... Because I already had like a brand deal going with Chelsea, I still had all of my tickets to oh, all the games. So, you could still so everybody else was like, "I can't get tickets." So I was like, "I already got mine." Yeah. For the rest of the season. I, right. I went to the last game of the season, so we we played against um, Chelsea last game of the season away at Stamford Bridge. Um, and a friend of mine is a, a big Chelsea fan, and he's does like a, he's got like corporate tickets. It's not in like a box or anything, but you get to have a bit of lunch and food and all that, and it was wicked. Um, I was in that same section. Yeah, yeah. it's nice, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, weather was banging, right? Weather was it was boiling. In fact, the weather was, uh, but it was super. Super weird from where we were sitting, look right down in front of you, it's just empty seats. Like, it's it's so oh, mad. Okay. Being at a football stadium, especially like Chelsea, where you know for the fact it's always going to be absolutely rammoed, empty seats all over the place and that. And he's, they, they don't know when people are going to start to come back in and all that kind of It's mad, isn't it? It was so funny. There's only so many times, like, last stretch of home games, because we had, at the end of the season, we had a lot of home games. Yeah. Um, which is normally quite weird. I was like, oh, I don't have to travel for like the, until the end of the season for like four games. Uh, but it was just every single week. It was just like people singing about how the stadium was half empty, oh, no. and I was just like, "I've heard this one like I've heard this one four times now." What What are you thinking of uh, Chelsea last season? Do you G- know? Give me your Give me your what's the What's the word? Your um, review review of Chelsea season last year. Uh, do you know Do you know what? <laughs> I I I think I wouldn't say I'm gutted because it was that Juventus game, that Juve game, and I went to that. And we were three one up, yeah. and I I brought my mate uh, Fraser Ironaber with me. He's also another YouTuber. Oh, this is the one where Mendy. Um... This is the one where Chua got injured. No, no, oh, I'm talking about the Real Madrid game where Mendy sort of made a bit of a mistake. Oh, I I oh, yeah. I'd already I already thought the season was finished before. Yeah, then, to be yeah, honest. yeah, yeah. And but it was that game, and I returned to him, whole game. We're going. Ben, I was like, if we lose, chill. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, because he, he scored and he was unreal. I mean, he'd scored a screamer like the week before, and then. When I just saw him go down, I literally turned to my mate and I went, season over. Yeah. Because at that point, he was our top goal scorer. Yeah. And as much as that's, that's not a good thing when you're left back and you're <laughs> no, like top no, goal please. scorer. But if the other ones can start chucking in with a few as well, it's like, it's a good little combo was, to have. I was thinking like, he's cracking on him and eventually everybody else will. But then when he went, I was like, oh, but now you need those guys. It's not only like, the pressure's even more on yeah. because like, they're not scoring already and now you've got, that your two like Reese and Ben yeah. were the top goal scorers, so and they were they were gone, and I was like, it's just it's done. But I, I wouldn't say I'm disappointed. I'm more upset that I went to two Wembley finals yeah, and saw yeah. 
both of them lose on penalties, yeah. whilst with Cal Freezy as well. He's a Liverpool fan. <laughs> so I was like, that was gutting. Um, you just kind of knew. I, I don't know if, it, if I'm, not, I'm not a Chelsea fan or a Liverpool fan, but I just kind of knew Liverpool would have won the penalty shootout in both of them. Yeah. I did. I remember watching them both, and I'm watching them thinking, yeah, Liverpool are going to win both of these here. I they said are. at the FA Cup final, I said, I'm not bothered if we lose 3-1 in normal time. I went, I just don't want it to go to penalties again and we lose because it's just like getting out of Wembley way after that at Wembley. It's going to be a nightmare. Yeah. That was my main gripe at the end of it. Yeah. But I, I, I'm not disappointed with the season because I think that some of the recruitment was a bit odd, yeah. personally. Um, I'm more disappointed that we're now in a place where we've lost loads of players for contracts and the youth players who we sold at the beginning of the season, who I was like, why is Tomori gone? Yeah. Why have all these players mm. been loaned out? I'm now kind of sat there being like, well, now it makes even less sense. Yeah. Did they sell Tomori? Yeah, he's gone, gone. Because uh, last season, it was like fine margins, wasn't it? On on another year, you could have walked away with a, a domestic cup double, you know, two, two finals. But one thing um, Ben said you didn't want to talk about today, serious matter... Robert Lukaku. Oh man, I had I had a fight with Gary Lineker about Lukaku. How the heck? <laughs> <laughs> what? There's yeah, the clip. Know, it's my favourite thing. Me and Gary because he I I replied to it. He made a tweet when the interview came out, being like, because Gary said he made a tweet was basically like, don't jump to conclusions. We need to hear what Lukaku has to say. You're talking about the famous interview here that was sort of half the before, Sky Italia yeah, one. Yeah, Sky Italia halfway through last season where he basically said, I want to go back to Italy and yes, play for Inter yeah. Milan again. And Gary said like, and I love Gary Lineker, but he tweeted, um, we need to know what he has to say. And I replied with, oh, Gary, it's, a, it's an interview. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> the whole point of it. I mean, we, kind of, we kind of know uh, how he feels and it's not very, and it's not great really. And then he and he replied, being like, oh, you know, people want footballers to be open. And I'm like, well, I know Ben. Ben's very open. I don't, I don't, I don't tell him to stop vlogging. I was like, I'm fine with him being open. But I said, he said something that he probably shouldn't have said, really. Yeah. You can't, like, it'd be like if you get halfway through one of your vlogs, you went, just kind of bored of being at Watford. Yeah. Just don't really want to play. Oh, I just don't... don't like this place yeah, anymore. I don't, like, I don't yeah. really want to play football. People are like, oh, maybe too open, Ben. Uh, maybe don't do that. But that's what Ron basically did. But what the weird thing was is he just started scoring goals again. And I reckon, because he'd done the interview like three, four weeks before when he when Thomas Tuchel told him he wasn't going to be instantly back in the yeah, team. Yeah. And then I think one game went by and they chucked him back in anyway, which I don't think was the original plan because I think there was a few injuries. And then he scored like three goals. And I kind of get the impression that he was probably sat there going, oh, fuck. I yeah. probably shouldn't have done that interview because yeah, yeah. I'm actually in the team way quicker than I thought. I was and I'm scoring be. goals, but I've already, I've yeah. already. Surely, at that point, you're going away. like on your phone to agent, going, "Please, you've got to scratch, like get it taken away. We, we're not putting this out what, anymore." What, Fuzzy, what's the deal with that? Because is it because often you hear about these interviews, and it's very rarely with an English media company. Yeah, remember when? Um, was it Tevez and he'd done something and it was Argentinian yeah, TV okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it often these ten, tends to be either their country where they're from or a foreign outlet but this is like I, I kind of I, 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 I agree to one part of what Gary Lineker said at least is um, like players need to be more open and all this kind of stuff and that's cool yeah I totally agree but you can't go you can't go slagging your team off like I, I understand players like as we're evolving especially with what I've done I've sort of uh, opened it up a lot more haven't I so people see behind the scenes yeah, and it is a lot more open sometimes a little bit too open for some football clubs they don't like that sort of they don't like that exclusiveness kind of thing mm-hmm. um, but you, you have to be careful about 
about what you say because when you start talking about football teams, like you've got Alex, you've got like an emotional attachment to Chelsea, haven't you? Yeah. You 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 do. You commit a lot of money, a lot of time, a he lot of emotion. Get free tickets. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, yeah. But do you know I've what I mean? got all the shirts. Yeah. You're, you're always watching out for them. You're always looking at the latest news. So you have an emotional connection, don't you? So the second an actual player comes out and then says something sort of not even derogatory, but something instead of "I love this place, it's incredible," straight away all the fans just go, "How dare you? How dare you?" It's like bad mouth in my family or something. It is, isn't it? It is like that because for yeah. them, they're turning up, like, those fans can't really see anything but their complete love for the club, yeah. obviously. Um, and I weirdly feel like when Lukaku did it, I had, I have more of an idea of what that's like because for most people, like, you know, you're doing your dream job and you're doing that. But like, as somebody who's on a completely different side with YouTube, I know it's not. Like I say, I know being a yeah, footballer yeah. isn't actually. But that's your it's, world. It's lovely You're to, in that it world. It would be great. It's easy to sit there and go, oh, "Being a footballer would be amazing, twenty four seven, and there's nothing that could possibly go wrong." But it's not true. And I'm sure he was probably struggling, and it probably pushed him for whatever reason. He probably also had people around him yeah. who were telling him it was a really good idea. And if you're surrounded by six people going, they would all be saying to him like. You shouldn't be treated like that, Rob. You're the you're the man. You're the guy. This is what this is what you you know. You're the number. Yeah, you're the hundred yeah, million yeah. pound signing. Right, to yeah. be fair. You should be yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah, and point. I and I knew that. And that was why when I was arguing with Gary Lineker, I was like, look, I'm actually more. I'm not like all the other people who went to like calling for his head. I was like, I could I could totally understand how you get pushed there from like a PR perspective, but. I just also don't understand how it gets that far because you also must realise that nobody has ever done that and come out a winner. No. Yeah. It never happens. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. Like, news will become old news eventually and it, it will kind of die off. But I think when you're at somewhere like Chelsea and you've got a manager like Tuchel, who I think Tuchel's a clever, clever, clever guy. I think he's not only a good manager, but I think he's a good people person. He gets how people work. So I think that would fully go against the grain of what Thomas Tuchel would like in his players and as a person, wouldn't it? Yeah. So I can understand that it kind of you know came to a bit of a bitter end in the end, didn't it? It's a shame because you look at it at the start of the season, like when they signed him, you got, and we were talking about it and we were like, oof. That's trouble. Everybody was nailing that's trouble. to win the league. Mate, fancy Premier League, he was like a certain Everyone. starter, weren't he? He's yeah. straight in the team. First game of the season, he bags and you bags, think, yeah. here we so go. Fair, I had you in bed, so. Did you? I'm the dad. cheapest goalkeeper. Nah. My dad also had you in as I well. Think I, was, I think I was the second most selected goalkeeper. I think you were 67%. Yeah, like, so, like low, everyone had me because I was like 4 million quid or something. Yeah. Because obviously four I was doing five. Yeah. No, 4 no, million. I I'm sure you, I was, was 4 million. Oh, I thought you were 4.5. 4 at the start. Oh, maybe I was 4. I think you were 4.5. I think I remember because I remember being like, Ben, I put you in first. It's when he got an assist and everyone was going, I've triple captain Ben and he's got an assist. That was against Man United. That was against Man United, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think you got like a decent point that week I know yeah so just just going back to Chelsea then so a question for you here Fozzie because um, you it's not my it. podcast stop no, asking no, me the question no, I want the f- I want your insight as a football it's player it's your podcast so, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. <laughs> so Tamori oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah I mean <laughs> kind of <laughs> so with Tamori so he's left Chelsea obviously Rudiger's gone but and Christensen no. and Christensen Rudiger's a miss Eddie <laughs> Rudiger's the boy, you know. Yeah. I've heard, do you know, like a lot of people will say Rudiger's um, a bit like a bit outspoken, a bit this and that. Everybody that I've spoke with, spoke to that's ever played with Anthony Rudiger, Tony, Tony Rudiger, sorry, says he is the man. He is the man. Like he don't stand for no crap. He's one of these guys who will happily stand up and go, no, that's bullshit. You can't do that. You need but, that. But only to the players that need it saying to them. Mm-hmm. Other than that, he's golden. If you're doing it properly, he's the man, apparently. It's a big, big loss there. Yeah. So with Tamori, how does this happen? Because obviously Tony Rudiger's gone within months. 
he's in the England squad and he's playing for England. So Chelsea have got a preview for this, haven't they? Lukaku, KDB. Yeah. But there's, there's certain players like at certain times where like Tamori obviously knows he's a good player and and whenever he got the chance to play, he did really, really well, didn't oh, he? I loved him. Yeah. So to the point where play, people like yourself are going, no, he's, he's going to be our next centre-back. He's going to be our next centre-back. But the problem with that is though, when he get built, built up like that, they want to go and do it now. They want to go and play. And when somebody like AC Milan comes in and goes, yeah, we'll take you, mate, you go, you do. And I love that, by the way, because if I was him, I would have done, I think like more players should do that. Yeah. You know, you can't let these like these big clubs hold you hostage all the time. That's really. what I mean. Like, and, yeah. and it's great to see somebody who wants to play. Yeah. Um, because he could just sit there and and earn like crazy money just playing on the bench. But, For Chelsea, living but in now, London. But now look at him. Like, I mean, he's been, I saw a leak today, like 60 million moved to United. It's probably completely made up, but it's like you wouldn't—he wouldn't be getting that if he was still sat on the bench at Chelsea. Yeah. That's, what, pro- that's probably why he is what he is, though. That's why he is such a good player, and that's why he is doing so well. Is because if he's got it about him to go, yeah, I'm going to go and move out to Italy, and I'm going to just do it and rip it up. And by the way, have you seen some of the interviews he's done in Italian? Yeah. Have you seen? Yeah, he's unreal. Yeah. He's a very clever man. Fluent, yeah. like you wouldn't believe. He's picked it up like that. It's outrageous. Mentality monster. But that's what you've got to be, really, like in any form of profession like that, because there's just going to be somebody else out there who will make that move yeah. as well. Do you think and more... they get the opportunity. Yeah. Do you think more young players should go and play abroad? I think so, yeah. Because I, I, I always feel like that was... I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a professional footballer. I haven't played in the England team, so I, would, I, I, I can only speak from the, from, from the outside. <laughs> but I feel like... Um, I feel like you see every other team, every other national team is built, apart from maybe Spain when they had that period, but... Um, it's like every team is built from these players who play everywhere. They play with so many different levels of football, you know, and they're just not just like better footballers, but they're also probably like better people. Well rounded, of it. yeah, yeah. Because they've got to, they've got to be able to do all of this stuff. And also, I think the one thing about that is the mentality in those players. There's no fear because if you're willing, like a lot of these players, like. 15 and move to a country they've never been to, can't speak a word, yeah. and then have to break into a team in like maybe the championship where you get dogs abuse probably every week. Heck yeah. And it's like, and players like that, they're just built different, yeah. really. And you then you see them go on to do crazy things. Jude Bellingham's a prime example of that, isn't he? Like, what did, when, how old was he when he moved out to, to, to Germany? 16, 16, 17 years 16 old. 17. It's, it's a, that is a huge step, by it's the way. It's unreal. That's a, that is ridiculous there. But have you, seen, like, have you seen when he does interviews and stuff like that, how like mature and grown up he is? He owns everything he says. Like He fully says it and owns it as well. That's, it's incredible. You don't get many players that are able to do that, you know. Yeah, mentality monster, he, he I like that. He has, I like made a, he has made a couple of mistakes. But he's he has owned. Uh, he owns owned it. it. He stands but by he's it. A, he's a young lad, isn't he? Yeah, he and is. Because his brother's at Blues as well now. Yeah, he? young, his younger only, brother. I think he's only sixteen as well. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah. it. So what's what's next season then? So rumored to be signing Raheem Sterling. What are your expectations? Mate, there's a few there's a few rumors by the way. There's Raheem Sterling. I saw Neymar the other day. Richarlison. No, Richarlison. There's no way Neymar happens. Uh, there's no way Neymar happens. There's no way Neymar happens. There's there's no way. That's every year. I, the the ones that. A more believable is Sterling, as far as I could tell, because we love Fabrizio Romano. That's yeah. where I get one is from. That's pretty much a done deal. Um, but then the ones has he I, said it's a go yet? If he said it's a go, it's we done. Go, yeah. right? But we're at like advanced talks yeah, and agreed okay. personal terms and all of that stuff. And Fabrizio says it's a go. Mate. Yeah, that's when you know <laughs> it's set in stone. Yeah, it can't not happen exactly. at that point. And then it's delict. That's a big one. Yeah. Um, which I'd be really happy with. And then. The one that probably won't happen, what I would love as well, is Skriniar. 
or how you pronounce it. I don't know. Milan, Scrinia, the Inter, Inter Milan. I've never heard of this person yeah. in my he's life. He's a pack. <laughs> I, all I know is that everybody loves him on FIFA. Oh, that, he's got to be good then. So he has to be great. If he's um, good on fancy, uh, if he's good on sorry on Football Manager or FIFA, team, yet, yeah, he's got a chance. Simple exactly. So like. Those I'm more excited, weirdly though, about centre backs because that's the thing currently that I'm looking at. I've been like, we don't have any. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Christensen left as well, didn't he? By the way, yeah. where's he gone? Uh, I think he went Barcelona. Oh bloody! Hell. Marcus Alonso's. I don't know if Alonso stays. Wow, but yeah, it's, it's carnage. Basically, change, it? at the minute, change. Yeah. Yeah. Right, I've got um. So about six months ago, was it six months ago? Maybe about three months ago, maybe. Um, a, a, like a world first in English football, okay? The first openly gay English footballer. Mm. Jake Daniels, Blackpool, 17 years old. What did you think when you heard this news? Uh, massively impressive. I mean, I, I, it's one of those things where to come out like that, you know, as somebody, you know, I'm, I'm bisexual, that's, uh, that's what I am. Um, and I remember even just doing that on YouTube where there's so many gay YouTubers. I mean, it was basically most YouTubers... Back in the day when I grew up, there was about well, six, honestly, yeah. six or seven coming out videos a year. Uh, that used to just be kind of the thing. 10, 20 million view videos, so I'm real. Buzzard, yeah. Um, I think yeah. I might do that. Just get some views <laughs> or something. It was a great day, though. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but no, like, but even then, like, so for me, but then that's something like, that was why it was so weird, because I, my two things were like YouTube and football. On a YouTube, was going, com- was going completely different direction to football was yeah. in that way. When I was on YouTube, it was like, so normal. Like I, I know so many people. Like when I'm in a room with YouTubers, like sometimes like half the room, people are openly, you know, talk about their sexuality or or whatever. Whereas when it's at football, it's very rare that I run into anybody else who's really? openly. What do you think capacity. that's because it's like still a huge stigma where this is a man sport and no, we're all men here and that's what that's just how it is. Yeah, and everybody sort of straps that on every day. I yeah, I think it's just. I think because I've never ever had uh, an issue uh, from what I remember. People mainly just kick me anyway because they will at football. <laughs> like, but I, I've never had anybody like pick that target. Out. But yeah, then, but I guess I was open after like literally like the year I stopped playing Sunday League. Yeah, probably there's probably a correlation. Yeah, probably. <laughs> there, yeah. To be honest, because it would have been even worse. But you know, people would just kick dogs abuse out of me and my mates because we're YouTubers. So it's like, but I think I think it is the manly thing that yeah. manly stigma it's also like when i make youtube videos i i get to say that and then post it on the internet and then i can just turn my computer off and yeah, i can just true, try to run yeah. away whereas you're like i'm gay and now i'm playing in front of like five thousand people do you think do you think next season there's gonna be some sort of chance or something like that from from opposition fans definitely i mean there was even at games uh, games like last year where there was a few at the the chelsea games where people would chant stuff about people that I would hear from like away fans yeah. and stuff. You and hear like, it at Brighton, don't you? you yeah, hear, Brighton, you obviously. Yeah, yeah. what opposition yeah. fans at Brighton? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's probably the most obvious one because mm. what because Brighton's yeah. so like that's, yeah. what, that's where pride and everything is like so massive. Um, yeah, it's like, but then the thing is, the weird thing with football is kind of like everybody gets it really don't they oh god um yeah. like i've sat in those stadiums so you hear the stuff like i mean even just when marcos alonso is going down the wing yeah the stuff people chant at him yeah I mean, right. it's the first time i've ever been at a football stadium when i heard op- the, it was like i think it was west ham fans were chanting about alonso and everybody went like actually collectively went oh but you heard everybody do it all at once oh, i've never wow. been in a football stadium where everybody's kind of gone oh that's a bit 
Yeah, I, I, I think that's interesting because with, with Jake Daniels, I, th- I I do, we spoke about this before, but I'm not sure if it was on a pod or not, but I think if there was, if you're getting singled out and someone's going, um, Marcus Alonso, you're a prick. It, it, yeah, it's not, it's not right. It's not great, but it is what it is. Uh, if, someone's, it... if someone's being singled out for their sexuality, I don't think the greater good, i.e. most of the football fans in the stand, I don't think they'd take it. I'd, I think they would be called out. Yeah. I think yeah, if no, you were in a group... I've seen that yeah. a lot recently. I yeah. have seen it at games where people do, like, uh, especially now, it's a big thing. It's And it's really come on, especially... I mean, the main thing, obviously, also, like, racism. Like, you see, like, England fans now, they don't, they don't put up with it when people no. are, when no, people are true, doing yeah. that shit. Like it's it's a it's been a crazy time and it's turning around so fast, which is so great. And him coming out is going to make such a big difference. But it, it is interesting because like with it's people will always kind of like pick something for most footballers. It would be physical attributes. People would probably chant at them, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then it's interesting how if it's sec- sexuality kind of like people put that on the same level as if somebody, they think somebody's ugly. Yeah. Um, but, but that's, I guess that's just kind of, that stigma has been built into society for so long yeah. that it's going to, you know, to unroot that is going to be, it's going to take time. No, I think it's, um, I think it's some going, I do. For, for a 17-year-old to do that and be the first one to do it in English football, it takes some going. Because like I said, I've been in football for 20 odd years and, I can honestly say I've never, never come across somebody who has opened like, or even in the change room, it's been a bit of a secret or anything like. I've never, never come across somebody who's had the confidence to say it. You, there's always kind of like you think it maybe, he might be, but nobody will ever say do it. Do you think that will change? I, I do think it will change. I 100 percent think it will change. And um, what, like, say I'm, I'm, I'm probably same as you, same as most, a lot of people. Who cares? Like genuinely, yeah, it's yeah. not a thing. Like yeah, it yeah. doesn't. As long as you're a nice person, for me, the the most important thing is you'll be a nice person, and good things will come to you, and good things will happen to you. It's as simple as that. And nobody yeah. really cares about that kind of. It's a load of crap. And you get at least ten goals a season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lovely. Preferably, Lovely. exactly. It's, it's, it's amazing in 2022 though that like like how many footballers are there? You've got. Twenty odd teams per. Um, well, what do they say? What, what do they five, say? Five, four, five. Prem, how, how many? Um, how many? How, how many men do they say is possibly gay or women? What is? What, there's a stat, isn't there? Yeah, I, I don't I'm, know. I'm not sure. It's probably like one in four. Yeah, it's something like one in three yeah. or one in four, and something like. Statistically speaking, there should be three or four gay people in most football teams. The people I know, like the people I play football with, I've got a few mates who come down who are openly gay. So if I'm just doing the ratio in my like when me and my mates are playing. And I'm, like, I'm like, I'm like, it just doesn't add up. Yeah. Um. Uh. Unless we're all just terrible. Uh. I'm not a professional. So. <laughs> but if anyone wants to give me a contract, I'll be an openly gay footballer for you. Fifty grand a week, preferably. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's like it is that thing. It's strange because I look at like just in my pool of people. But I guess because me and my friends are open, you'd attract more people who were. So maybe we just are a group. Yeah, of yeah maybe, or, yeah, maybe. Sure, sure. maybe. Might just be a group of outliers. Really. I'd, I'd love to get him on the podcast though, and just like try and get it, pick his brain on how he came to this and how like to make that decision because that takes some guts. That does, doesn't it? It's massive that. And I just hope that next year. I just hope it's kind of just another thing. It ain't no, do you know what I mean? Just crack on as normal. I it hope he, it isn't even a thing. Intentionally, you like. It's like with a lot of footballers as well. Like you probably don't want stuff going on. 
today potentially because obviously you got the, it's not the same as uh, coming out of this game but having the YouTube channel yeah yeah God, yeah, yeah. it's the same, same risk uh, <laughs> but having the, but it puts such a risk on you I guess I do the, get dogs abused but it must give you channel. it must make you be like got to perform even more because I know it puts a target on his back yeah because I know because you know like you know, you're now like I've got this thing that, put, that that makes me a standout point yeah like you know everybody's gonna be like can't wait to see this on the GoPro that drives some people though you know it that d- exactly for some it people it will it depends mm. what type of person you are mentality monsters I just, just assume he is a, I'd assume that he, he he'll probably go do well because yeah. of the fact that if you're willing to do that you're like I could take I could take something else on yeah. on my yeah. plate and also whilst I've got to do it anyway then, yeah, just built different. Really. Yeah, anyway, big shout out, Jake Daniels. Get yourself on the podcast, Gideon. Yeah. We'll have you on. We'd love to do just it as on, well. Um, when we're talking about like abuse in stadiums and stuff, I was watching um load of your videos last night. So you made a video on homophobia and um like reactions and, and whatnot. Um, a very, very serious video. Very, very funny. Oh, like, I appreciate that. Like, I, I don't know many creators that have this balance of talking about a serious subject and then making it so YouTube-y and funny. Do you know what? Like, so I, th- I don't think he, he is, but he also isn't. He's got not got a serious bone in his body, but I think he has at the same time, if that makes sense. It's, it, re- it depends. I think sometimes, like, uh, I also find it really funny to take something really serious and then just flip it at the last yeah, minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, you don't really want to be, like, serious Because then the you watch it and think, did he mean that? It, uh, it, I don't know. That's the great <laughs> bit. I, sometimes you get people just being like, they can't separate the irony but I love that because I don't really want people to really actually really really know who I am because yeah. then it's when you go it's really get, get a bit invasive but like with videos like that it's just so funny to like people get so angry and so worked up and comments for everything yeah. and it's so great to just take it and just be like it's, a, it's amazing how much these people care and we just make them look stupid yeah do you, it, know, do you know what would be good to do is um is after is like wh- when you put a new video out right is to compare the comments from your videos to the comments i might get in my like instagram or something like that you know the dms in your instagram and stuff like that especially when i played a football match because if i've played a football match and i've made a mistake yeah oh. mate the abuse in requests you, oh my oh, gosh they are disgusting do you know what's crazy instagram for me like we used to always talk about it. twitter worst yeah the worst uh, completely scrapped twitter like, yeah it's generally fucking pointless um instagram only, like that was the place that all YouTubers we retreat to Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Because um, if like if you're a YouTuber, you're not really doing anything necessarily too controversial. It's like uh, only positive. Yeah. Um, because there's nobody reads the comments really. To be yeah. honest, on Instagram, if you're a YouTuber, I don't think because you don't really get many. I mean, you can just get like the eighty thousand likes. You just go, oh, nice. Yeah. But Whereas on every other platform, you've always got like the good things, and then like, oh, here's three thousand comments you really don't want to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's why Instagram for us was always like a. I see it as like a safe. Space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TikTok also also terrible. Is it really? TikTok even now probably the worst. I mean, like just worse like, than Twitter. Yeah, really. It's going, it's going down a path, isn't it? Well, like what, like these TikTok boxing events and stuff, like the, the hate and the, like that surrounds it, but that's kind of also included in the event itself. Well, it's one of the things where I actually remember because when I left the hashtag thing, one of the things that I said to everybody when they asked like what it was like, I was like because the first thing everybody asked was like, oh, "What's it like meeting Calva Dragon?" And I said. um, you know, there is clearly people who, because of this weird TikTok thing around them, they see they see him as like a like a character. Yeah. And I remember saying like, 
I, I remember watching you go up to him and giving him your gloves and just treat him like he was a normal bloke. Because yeah. so many people just... I've, see, I've seen him at so many events. The amount of people who treat him like he's some form of prop is yeah. like fucking terrifying. It is. Like he's it's not a really, human. Like he's there. not yeah, yeah. a person. Yeah. Which, is, um, which was even better because the one thing is everybody would go, what was Calvary Dragon like? And they're expecting me to go, oh, he's fucking awful. Yeah. And I went... Uh, he came on, scored four times more goals than me in half the time. Yeah, and I went. He was, the, he was, the he was he? better yeah. than ninety-five percent of the YouTubers that yeah. turned up. Unironically, like actually, was great. And I, and then they were like, oh, oh, and they, that's not the response they want. They want to hear like, oh, it's funny to prey on this kid's downfall. No, right? they don't. They just want that, don't they? They want the bottom of the barrel stuff. They really do. They want YouTube like taking the mick out of him and video like they, they are, honestly, I guarantee you, people would have buzzed if I'd have got my camera and gone, went and gone, curl the drag, you shit and go, oh, something like that. They'd have, they'd have buzzed off. But it it's kind like of the, a lot of these TikTokers that clearly have um, a persona like on on TikTok and whatnot, and you see fans going up to them, people like like Ed Matthews or Simple Simon and whatever, yeah. people going up to them, filming them and and being like. And you go and like, them getting hit the at the street. moment. Yeah, like you mean getting hit? Like people going up to him. Someone like, had a swipe at Ed Matthews in the street. Ed day, Matthews. Somebody tried to hit Ed. Somebody tried to hit HS Tiki Toki. Um, there was another one um, who uh, literally like got uh, out walked outside of a club and got beaten up. People wouldn't do that with YouTubers, though. Like people have been really fucking weird to me, and I've had people jab me, okay, mainly to get attention. Um, not but, trying to proper hurt you, but still. Yeah, but it's still, still a bit weird, yeah, mate. People, yeah, well, people slap you around the head to try and get your attention. People, do, but but with TikTok, is people because of the I don't know what it is with what they've built because it's such a massive hate train, and that is what they benefit off, and they do kind of lean into it. But they've got the thing where that audience really don't seem to be able to separate them. Whereas yeah. on YouTube, you've got at least less of a distance, but more than you do with TikTok. Mate, nobody I, really, I think there's a lack of respect for sure weirdly, with the TikTokers because totally agree. you know, and, and it is strange. People do just go, have been going up and just jumping them recently, like That's a lot so of them. Weird. It's so it's weird. Mental. Like we look, say the the videos we do, like on on cycling GK and stuff like that, because I think because they're such a positive. Like you always finish watching it and you kind of, but everybody, you feel nice, don't you? Got a nice no, you do feel good. Blood. I watched your vlog yeah, the other day. They're, they're nice, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They do. They make you feel good. But the amount of people that come up, honestly, no matter where we are now, I'm swear, isn't it? No matter where we are right and they'll go oh my god fuzzy i love your videos and they'll call me fuzzy and they'll they'll it's like they know me yeah and i've never met this person before and i'm thinking shit do i know this person <laughs> do, should i know his name I or whatever yeah, yeah. yeah but it's only because they watch the videos but so they have like an emotional attachment already it's like they already know me kind of thing and it's 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 wicked isn't it it's so wicked like the amount of like kids especially you get like 10 11 12 year old kids coming up i'm just buzzing and Quite it makes their day we were yeah. in la a couple of weeks ago and i was surprised how a few people, people came yeah. to So our American audience is about 12%. That is crazy. Yeah, though. If you get yeah. recognised in America, that's a yeah, big yeah, thing. A few. That yeah. is a big thing. I remember walking through LA and people would recognise me. Really, and, yeah. Uh, and I'd be like, that's how you know. So you know you've made it. Yeah, I've done I've it. broken America. <laughs> That's it. You need to just get yourself over there now, yeah, and start taking the rip out of some frigging American makeup people or whatever. Or whatever and then you're, ma you're making big money. Yeah, boom. <laughs> what's, your, what's your biggest viewed video, um, the, the vlogger? Um, oh, a lady. Emma, Emma Chamberlain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she moved over, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. I love Emma though. Uh, that's one. That's the thing with like some of those videos. Like somebody does like one thing, and you kind of like slightly dog on it, and then it becomes like you know when you go, "That's my most viewed video," and you're like, "But I actually really like them." Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that, but that, the, that's the problem I think with with my YouTube channel. I think for a lot of the people who watch my stuff, is that there'd be people I really, really didn't like. Yeah. 
and then you've got people who I really do like, and I'll make a video that's way more like light-hearted. Um, like you know, Jack. Yeah. Jack did his calendar video with Zoella. Yeah. That it, he's clearly he's not like I fucking hate her, and I yeah. you know did a it's it's a joke. It's yeah. Clearly yeah. Like yeah. A, it's yeah. A, it's, a, it's a comedy bit. But then he's got videos where he's like, I really don't want this guy to be making videos anymore. This is really fucked up. Yeah. And people can't differentiate that they're not. No, the same. true that. Yeah. And I think me and Jack. Definitely, we used to talk about how we used to have that problem. We'd be like, people bring the same energy for like man who's like murdered somebody towards Zoella and an advent calendar. Yeah, and then and we're like, oh, um, you know, because it's all on the same page. So people just look at it and go, it's, it's the all same one stuff. thing. Yeah, you're going to make a video then. of them. I'll yeah, treat them with the like, same. And it's like, yeah. oh, and that was the, that's one of the reasons why I stopped uploading for a while because I was like. Especially when it got to the point where now I know everyone. Like I'm also like, I can't. You don't want to go ripping. I can't go ripping everyone. <laughs> I'm like, gonna bump into. Jack said the same yeah. thing, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, like. I can't rip. But also, because they are like I. There's there are I could count on one hand maybe even the YouTubers who I'm who I met and I was like no genuinely keep them away from me. Yeah. Um. And I've met thousands of them, so it's not like I've met ten. Yeah. yeah and I yeah. hate half of them. You met the majority. Yeah. Least, I've yeah. I've probably met like three, four thousand YouTubers across my time. Yeah, so we've it. come across some decent. Well, very, very, very few that you'd kind of say, well, I'm not sure of them. Yeah, you guys. Of, we'll, we'll compare yeah. notes after. Yeah, yeah. No. No. You guys. Everybody. You guys have had on are the most solid. Yeah. That's, they that's are. That's why they? those guys have been going for so long. Like I know. Simon and Chris and yeah, you know yeah. those are those guys are my favourites. You know we do the football every week. Yeah. And, yeah, those You're going to have to get involved in a footy video soon, aren't you? Yeah, I, w- I would love to. I, I, just... want, I want the midfield terrier. <laughs> the problem so... is, man, it's like I'm watching like Chris and Simon play against you and I'm just like, I play against Chris and Simon and they destroy me. Do they, yeah. Yeah. It's and a bit I'm of like, fun, isn't it? Yeah, but I, I, I would love to get involved. Do you know what the one thing that I do think I'd actually be good at, which everybody, bear with me here, um, heading challenges. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mate, I, mate that, that, used, that used to be my thing back in Sunday League because nobody would mark me. Yeah, the and, I, and I and I have no fear when it on a football pitch. <laughs> Are you like a, a Shane Long, where he's not the tallest guy in the world, but he leaps like a salmon? Yeah, just go, times I it, like. used to be put. I was centre back and captain for my Sunday. <laughs> no, league you team. weren't centre back. Come on, I was centre back because <laughs> because. If the bo- if a ball went over, everybody else doesn't really want to be there, do they? To be yeah, honest, a lot yeah. of them have been dragged along by their parents. Whereas I wanted to play, so if I was like, if there's a one on one, I always, ch- I never gave up, like, always chasing, and that meant that obviously I had more of a higher success rate defensively than anybody else because I was the only one in tracking back. So if anybody was going to make the tackle, it would be me. So I think if you put me in a proper defence, yeah. I'd obviously be completely found out. Yeah. But if you put me against with three people who don't want to be there, I look like a prime like AC Maldini. Maldini. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to AC Milan with Tamori now. Yeah, man. I yeah, like get prime him next Maldini. to, ba- um, to Ballon Dawson. Can I just give a shout out to Chris ND? Because did you see go- the goal that he scored in the, um, was it the Content Cup Yeah, game? man. Did you I'm see the goal he scored? I've not seen it. Mate. Oh, he, he, he picked it up about 45 yards from goal, right? Dribbling through, there's like two or three defenders. He's sat a defender down, right? He's jinked to go to the right. The defender's like bought it, gone that way, and then but he's cut back inside. Chris Endier, this guy just pretzled his legs up, right? And like he just got twisted up, fell on the floor, slotted it. Oh, it's beautiful, man. We're filming with him next week, so we film all. He brings the GoPro to all of the sessions. Does he? he, Yeah, yeah. And we like everybody sits and watches him back, especially when you know there's a crack has gone in. Yeah, but it's just like. You're just watching Chris turn YouTubers who haven't played football in like two months just into like yeah, just, yeah, just yeah. turning them over. I think he's I think he's starting to believe the hype though now, Chris, because everyone keeps saying he's the internet's best uh, Did player. Did you see his new clip? 
the one where KSI asks him if he thinks he's better than Noah Beck, who obviously yes. played in soccer. Right? How he did and not. Chris, and Chris goes, goes, it's making, it's he goes, it annoys me. It annoys me that people think that he's good. I reckon I'd be better. And what about when he said he's um, better than some professionals at yeah, free kicks? Yeah, and so, Theo Baker said the same thing. <laughs> we've, we've got, we're with Chris I next week. Them. We're with Chris next week. We might have a little surprise for him. I, oh, yeah. mate, I love them so much. I, I, because, <laughs> they're like, wicked. I love the fact that they're like, there's the bit where they're like, Theo's like, I think I've probably practiced more free kicks than professional footballers. And I'm thinking, everybody I knew who used to be like semi-professional amateur, they, they, all they used to do was practice free, free kicks. kicks and penalties. <laughs> yeah, practice free kicks and penalties. Especially if you were in that, came up in that Beckham era. Yeah. That's all the people used to do. We didn't want to play football. People just wanted... I had mates who would be useless and then dead ball... Just ping it, just top corner yeah. every time. Just be an NFL kicker. Because that's all know, people right? did. They would Look, just sit in the garden. If, if Chris ND is starting to believe the hype, right, all he has to do is watch all the raw footage back from the time that he tried <laughs> to take Will Truce to Kong on in the video that he did, where he, he, he honestly, the amount of times Will just went no and just kept pushing him, literally pushing him over to the point where Chris got so tired at some points, right? He's trying to run past Will and his legs were buckling. And Will was just going, What are you doing? <laughs> it was incredible. I remember mate. that video. Yeah, that was that was really when you kind of see the level. The levels, yeah, that's it. Because the, the, in football nowadays, the minimum is being big and strong, basically. That's that, the minimum. Yeah, that was the thing. Yeah. I used to back in the day. I just had this idea. It was like, if you, oh, you either have this like, incredible ability, and then you're great. And then I realised, like, no. To be honest, if you just hit the gym every day, you'd Mate, probably be eight you, times better. You've got to be. The minimum is to be physically able to do absolutely everything that's just the minimum and then that's because why the standards got so much better because then people are mixing that with incredible skills and ability well people train for these youtube tournaments now yeah. <laughs> How do they, they train they train to get what do you mean just to get fit and stuff like that uh, no, which is fair just, enough yeah to get fit and also yeah. because like it's got to that point now where like i mean i played in the clash of craters one yeah. um and then we had like 40 50 000 people watching that's what I mean. it's getting a big deal isn't and it? and then you're like and I just remember being like, well, how has it got to the point where through YouTube yeah. I managed to play football in front of 50,000 people live? Can, we not, can, how can we not get the sidemen to do like um, a USA versus UK trying, YouTube thing? Do you know Ooh. what I mean? That would sell Wembley out. I'm constantly throwing my hat. It would sell Wembley Gen- out. Yeah, genuinely, it's it would sell Wembley, Wembley out. out. If you've got a UK, you've got all the sidemen, you've got all the big boys, like Nico, Chunks, all those kind of boys. And to take on the USA contingent, the friggin' Nelk boys and the friggin' Jake Nelk Paul. And all <laughs> I'd be lying if one of the reasons I haven't started uploading again properly is because I know that they're working on it. Ah, yeah, they really, I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, I have to try and forget. I need to get my views up so I can get my hat in. I swear, my, swear down, if they pick pie face in goal over me, right, I'm going to be fuming. Jack was unreal, to be fair, though. He was so great until, that last, until the final where we, they made us play back-to-back games. Which was unfair. It was really unfair. Yeah, it does. I know, Playing yeah. back-to-back games, I mean, I've got to come up against like Spencer Owen. Proper players, yeah, yeah decent it's just, players. It's not happening. Oh, I love yeah, it. we got absolutely destroyed in so the final. So just, just, just rewind a little bit, just to, um, to want yeah, to speak. Yeah, we've got miles off topic oh, here, by brilliant. the way. We, we always try and do a content plan. I always say nah. to him, why do you even bother? Just chat shit and we'll we've be fine. We've got cue cards on my show. Oh, this really? Yeah. Out. They look nicely, nicely produced, yeah. those cue we cards. We love Producer Sam smashes it every time. Love it, But like, we got cue cards because of how I just... Waffle. I yeah. go off, mate. <laughs> yeah. But just, we, we were talking about um, Jake Daniels, weren't we? Yeah. About. 20. My God, you've, that was about half an hour about ago. Yeah. 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 Rewind. No, but the question which I, I re- really find interesting for YouTubers, because obviously you're 23 years old, you are a veteran of YouTube, and it yeah. is, it's amazing. And you started, when did you start uploading? How old so, are you? If, you? if we're going to say like my first video, um, I was 11. 
Oh wow! Yeah, yeah I um, we had like given netbooks at school, and they had a webcam built in. And back then on YouTube, this is like because it there was no mo- real mobile or anything like that. It wasn't even monetization. You couldn't make money yeah, off yeah. it. Um, you used to be able to record directly from the webcam to YouTube, straight to YouTube. Wow, just good to go. So we so my first video was just like a four minute video of me doing what everybody does when they start a YouTube channel is talking about what videos they're going to make, yeah. which makes no sense. Just make those videos. Is it still <laughs> on the channel? No. no it's, not. It. it's not. I've had, I've had probably nine, ten YouTube channels. Oh, really? over Mainly sometimes just losing passwords or, you know, you look back and go, why did I name my YouTube channel after a Call of Duty video game? <laughs> <laughs> that was the first one. I realized that wasn't going to run. Yeah, but when it. you're 13 or it 14. Modern Warfare 3. <laughs> Alex. <laughs> Because I love Modern Warfare. <laughs> Those games are sick, man. Yeah, it but at like whatever age you're at, 14, 15, let's say, you're not going to go, oh, well, that stops me from making FIFA content, yeah. are you? No, and that was the thing, because then I was like, oh, God, I've really... <laughs> no, because also I was like, hang on, but this ge- there's also a game cycle. So in two years' time, yeah, it's not going to be, be a new yeah, Call of yeah. Duty. They've changed the name. It's yeah, not even absolute, Modern Warfare. Yeah, so stupid. Um, but yeah, like I've been doing YouTube videos since I was 11, and, wow. and that was it. And then I took like a year off when I was about, it was going into GCSEs, not because I wanted to, but because number one, I realized that if I always had the option to make YouTube videos, I would never revise. I didn't revise once. Right? Uh, yeah. um, only maths because they forced me to do an hour after school because they knew how fucked I was. <laughs> um, but like, I, I wouldn't do anything so I'd just go home and I'd just make a, I used to stick the GoPro on my bike and Decent. I used to cycle around. Which just is why I love your videos. Just vlogging and that, yeah. Because I remember yesterday we had your, your guy, the holiday on and yeah. I went, God, I'd love to go on holiday with Ben on the bike. It'd be fantastic. My mates went wild. I went, that's what I, that's what I used to upload. Yeah, that's just what I used to that. do. I used to go to the one stop by Lucasade. I used to, that used to be what I used to post. <laughs> so it, that's what I was doing. But then I remember I came in one day and my English teacher had my video on the projector. And he was like, is this what you, in front of the whole class, is this what you've been doing instead of revising? No. Get and out. I, yeah. And what, I was like, like, having a go? Yeah. Nah, that's bang out. Yeah, not great. Call, and, call him out. And obviously, but, uh, but the thing is, everybody else was like, they were making videos. But then when they saw that, they all quit. But I didn't stop. And then you had the thing where they were like, oh, you're still doing that then. We've all stopped because, you know, you're a loser. Yeah. And then you had loads of people. And those people, I love seeing those people now. <laughs> all the people who, who constantly, like, every I still see your posting. Oh, why do, why are you still posting? Do you think this is actually going to work out? Mate. Oh, I've got yeah. some news. <laughs> you got a couple mil subs down the line. Uh, yeah. Friggy, now. That's what it used to be, like, generally. And I went, but I was just like, in two, three months' time, I'm not even going to be at this. I'm not even going to be I'm here. I'm going to see you again yeah. anyway. Everybody else stayed at sixth form. Yeah. No, a school called Arnwood. Like they all went to sixth form. I was one of two people who swapped it out for college. So I was like, I just want a fresh start. Um, also, I was like, I go to college, I'll be a completely new person. Nobody knows me. Yeah, it's true. I, isn't could, it? like, yeah. I could like completely reinvent myself yeah. as a human being. Whereas everybody else had to just. They still had six Set years. In the ways. Of, yeah, they had six years yeah. of baggage and you know where they were in their friendship groups and all that. That's, that's who they nice. Were. That's a nice way of putting yeah, it. That isn't it. Nice, that nice is start. really nice way of putting like, it. I was like, I. I, I'm a bit paying for how cringy I was as an 11-year-old. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I don't want that. No, go, I like that. Go to college, completely new set of things. Didn't do YouTube for the first year because I was like, no, I'm not going to be a YouTuber, but maybe I could do media. Yeah. And then I could get a job, maybe BBC, Spotify, technically. Did something. Come to show you, but I was like, something. And yeah. I was like, I'll go the more traditional route because I realized at that point also to be a YouTuber, it's like basically impossible. 
because I'm like 16, 17 now, I'm realizing that it's mental. Yeah. And then it was the last month of college. I went to my mate's house party, my old mates from who I hadn't seen in like six months. And three of my mates came up to me and were like, and they were the ones I used to do GoPro football videos with. And they were like, we can't believe you stopped uploading. You, you know, nah. you should, you should carry on. That I went next day. I went uploaded a video every day for thirty days. I went from two thousand subscribers to thirty thousand. Really, and wow. then, and then thirty thousand. Then the next month it was sixty, and then I was full time YouTuber. Just doing daily vlogging. Yeah, I was. It was commentary stuff. So it was yeah. kind of like a mix. Like I, I, I was looking at what was working on YouTube, and it was just when like these commentary videos had started happening, and I was like, this is. I've got a camera and I've got a microphone. So barrier back then barrier of entry low. Yeah. Um. I was like, and all you have to do is talk. It's not like yeah. Before I'm watching people like Chris and Theo Baker who have got this unreal football ability, and I'm yeah. going, I can't do that. I can't. I, 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 there's a there's an actual level of. But skill you're not bad at talking. Whereas I could talk yeah. for England. <laughs> so I was like, this is it. This is my goalie. <laughs> and I just smashed out these videos every day, and it was instant. I've been doing YouTube videos for six years, basically most of your video was maybe like a thousand views and then just found that like right place right time right everything yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it just like and it just never really stopped from there mate that's a belting message you know that you're never far away from turning the corner are you you no. know what i mean as long as you you got to just keep working find something that actually does smash it works gets the algorithm boom you're in yeah, yeah. like you said it's the it, it's the ease you it, you haven't got to spend 2 grand you can you can just Get use yourself a, phone, a GoPro, a webcam, whatever, yeah. and, and upload it. Off now you've got an iPhone. The iPhone cameras meant like yeah, sometimes I, I, I shoot main channel videos on the iPhone. Damn right, yeah. Yeah, because like you know, I've got my now I've got like my three thousand pound camera. But I'm like I just use the iPhone for ease of filming yeah, sometimes, like, yeah, and, and people wouldn't even notice. They yeah. know. That Mallorca vlog when we went away, we shot so much of it on on, on, on a phone, phone and that. Yeah, just, yeah. we've got one of these um, little microphones as well, and it just adds a little wet. Yeah, you can't, it's all audio, really. Like, yeah. the one thing I always say to people is, like, back, I used to, I did videos off of, like, my £300 camera that I'd had for years. Uh, but the first thing I did was buy a decent microphone. Yeah. That's the main difference. You've got a good microphone, you're fine. People underrate that massively. Yeah. It's the microphone. Oh, what what yeah. And what about, um, what about the first uh, kind of encounter with, like, hate that you had online? What was the kind of first thing where you thought, ooh, this isn't a nice place? And how did you react? Well, it was... It was in that. T- it was that first month of like banging videos because the commentary community was so small. Um, where literally, I uploaded like ten videos, and I was like the seventh most subscribed commentary channel on the whole platform. Wow! Right. Um, with like fifteen thousand subscribers, and then um, there was this uh, bigger YouTuber called Keemstar, uh, who you will never probably encounter. Um, but he does like a YouTube news, um, and I he. He loved to like mess around with the with the smaller YouTubers because he thought it was funny. What like, like bully a bit? Do you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, and it was hilarious. To be fair, I remember I loved it when I when he did the video. Like I wasn't annoyed at all. But um, it was the first. Keem Star's a bit of a big deal in America now, yeah. Massive, yeah, 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 yeah. big he's, deal, he's, in he's a big yeah. deal. Yeah, Keem's Keem's been doing it for. Yeah. he's sort of a real veteran of the yeah. game. But like he did a video, and I didn't realize until <laughs> until Keem that apparently I had like a lisp. I didn't know that, yeah, and I don't even really think that I do, but I've been kind of gaslit into into believing it now. But he did a whole video, and the whole he's like, "Don't understand what he's saying. His tongue's too big for his mouth. 
And I was like, and that was the first time. But obviously, I have like 15,000 subscribers. Yeah. He had a million. So, so I was he's like, going to hit a like, bigger. I was like, fucking hell, this is mad. But then I also was like, but this is good because that means I've got skill in the game now. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's I, talking about it, yeah. Yeah, I was like, this is what You're I, on the radar, right? Yeah, you? I'm on the radar because you'd rather be somebody who everybody relatively knows like that obviously rather for positive reasons but i was like yeah but you're not get... being a dickhead in your videos so you should be all right and right? i also realized then that i was like other people bigger youtubers are actually seeing this which means if i do make something good then i know that people will yeah, share get it picked up yeah. on that yeah I, I, it gave me that that belief because before i just post videos i just i i couldn't envision that 500 people sat down and watched it yeah like whereas now I think I can get a really good idea that there are loads of people behind. Who the would screen. have seen it? Yeah. I've got a slight lisp, you know. Have you? Yeah. Oh, people have always said it to me. You got lisp, 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 lisp. People, all, yeah. And I, don't, I think when I think about it, I do it more. Yeah, same. Definitely. Do you know what I mean? When I think about saying, saying, I like even then, like I'm thinking about it now. So, but I, it is what it is. I'm still love solid. you, mate. Still love Thank you, you mate. Yeah. It's the thing about YouTube is you'll find stuff out about yourself that you never knew. Yeah. Because especially the amount of time you spend on camera. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like some of the stuff my friends think that people think about them. I'm like, it's completely in your head. Just because these people have. Yeah, these people have like just ingrained. You're just it in your head too much. Yeah. Just get out your own head. Have it's a like nice the time. The funniest thing which I I noticed with Ben, which which you were doing it yesterday. Really, Go on, don't like it. You say to me all the time, it pisses me off. That's what you say about it. Where I'm talking to the camera and I'm mouthing it back, and I'm <laughs> yeah. like, I'm watching something I've just done on camera, and I'm going. <laughs> And I'm mouthing it, and he he's goes, mouthing stop mouthing it. it. Mouthing, mouthing it back it. to himself. Stop mouthing it. So he's thought about in his head or whatever, and then he's watching it back, and he's he's mouthing it. And then um, there was a video that he did at Watford, and he had obviously teed up, I think it was like one of the sports analysts, and said, like, it was a joke. Yeah. And he'd said, um, like, you kind of say that, and it will be funny. Or yeah, whatever. a bit, setting up a bit. So on the actual video, I'm watching it, and I'm watching Ben going, well, the guy saying it. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> like, oh, fuzzy. Come on, that's man. That's brilliant. That's I like a bad that. actor, that where you're watching a really bad film and the guy next to him <laughs> speaking his lines for him because yeah. he's next to him. Uh, can, I do, can I just tell a really random, random story about something that just happened to us on the way here in a taxi? Um, the guy that picked us up from, it's, it was weird, but the guy that picked us up from the train station, right? He um, he went, so where are you going? I went, oh, we're going to um, Spotify Studios in the Adelphi building. He went, oh, yeah. He goes, um, how'd you get a subscription to that um Spotify and we went, Oh, you've just got to pay. They don't even like give us they don't it's not like you give they give you one or anything. We have to pay for our own. He went, Oh yeah, he went where do they keep all the music then? <laughs> keep all the music? Yeah. He goes, where do they keep all the music <laughs> then? Physical CDs. Yeah. <laughs> he said to them, and big... it, yeah. And he went, What what like he goes, they they kinda just, you know, they store it on like servers and in the cloud and that and he went, What? So like they've got one just like one big computer with all the music on and we kinda just went I don't know if you're taking the piss or not here, yeah. mate. <laughs> kind of. I would have yeah. just agreed. Normally, yeah. you've got it's like a it's almost yep. like a skill being able to talk to an Uber driver. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a learned skill. It's like modern like street smart. He's gone. It's clever, isn't it? And we went, yes, yeah, yeah it's all right, it's isn't it? Quite, yeah. yeah, it is quite. <laughs> I like the idea that like the Foscast is stored in a physical copy. Yeah, somewhere. Think, that's what I think he meant. Like <laughs> if it's just on kept CDs. on a memory card or something. Anybody want a physical copy of this yeah. podcast? I'm surprised you're not wearing your merch today, mate. Do you know what? I haven't worn it in a while, to be fair. Um, I think it was, that's my rebellious arc. Because yeah. um, I wore it all the time. Um, and it was like a big thing. But like it, Because the YouTubers I used to watch, it's amazing. Like It makes you so much money. Because um, when you wear it, because it's like, when you wear it all the time, it's constantly obviously advertising. Yeah. But also like, God, my clothing is generally some of the most comfortable stuff I own. Yeah. But 
But it's got to the point now where the amount of people have came and taken my merchandise. Uh, my, my one friend's come over. Everybody wanted one. Yeah. To the point where I realised I'd given them all away. Yeah. And we, we haven't made anything it. in ages because of the fact that I, I want. I feel like I, you know, it's it's weird now to be wearing. I'd be wearing the same stuff I was wearing when I was like seventeen, and I'm twenty three. Some now. things are timeless, though, did, mate. You did know? you know yeah. that Ben Foster has modelled an internet sensation hoodie whilst out for dinner? I've got one at home, Alex. Whilst, yeah, whilst, home. whilst <laughs> out for dinner with Ollie Ball and Jacob Chuckett or Granite. Yeah. Where did you get that from? Um, I, I, I've got to, like I've got to admit I didn't buy it. All right, I'm sorry. Okay, okay. That's fine. <laughs> I'm more confused about how you went to one. So we we are looking at merch at the moment for the Foscast and the main channel. So we were speaking to someone and they said we'll send you some samples. I know it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we got some samples sent. Internet uh, do you know sensation. what that would be? Because they didn't sell. No. <laughs> oh, man. No, 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 no. So we had a sample come through. There's probably a thousand of these. <laughs> and, and we were like really impressed with it. We were like, this is really nice quality. It is good really quality. Nice quality. Really we spent so long on yeah. that merch sheet. Because uh, we started it. We started it just going into lockdown. And then oh, it took yeah. two. And it, was such a, and it was the most expensive one we ever did. And then obviously... If we'd have released it in the first year, it would have been great because you know, I had e boys, you know, doing yeah, like three yeah, million yeah. views of video, and the main channel was still going. I was still doing like half a million views of video back then, but then the like, second half of lockdown, I was like, after e boys ended, I was just, just like, dried up a bit, mega depressed. Ah. I, was like, I was like, this is gutting because I thought e boys like was gonna be, be the next yeah, thing, it was, it was it, kind it of, it was, it definitely was gonna be the next thing, but it, but then it just got to the point where everybody got so broken down during lockdown where we were like. I think if we all carry on uploading YouTube videos, we'll quit forever permanently. Also, we'll all want to kill each other. Yeah. Is that what it is? Is it like, it, it just seemed too much hard work? Because you were yeah. really onto something. Because then I stopped, the, I stopped, the, I knew, it was kind of that thing where I also, I always knew that it was going that way because as soon as E-Boys started, I instantly ditched the main channel Yeah. because I was sick of it. I was like, this is great because I can get like four times the views doing something with my mates. Yeah. And also, I don't have to, like, I'm not running the risk constantly of worrying about, am I going to piss anybody off? These videos are just funny. Yeah. You know, there's no, there is no catch. Yeah. It was almost, it was, like, too good to be true. Um, but then the thing with that is, you know, you all need to be fully on it. Yeah. And also, constantly having to stop, start, because lockdown, no lockdown, no lock, lockdown, no lockdown. And then also other people having stuff with, like, medical issues like you know you don't want to put other people at risk who you know all the time going oh, out and course, filming yeah, yeah. we just got to the point where everybody was basically just like we turned out to shoot days that everybody looked miserable oh, that's no fun, and, that, it, it? and it was like this sucks because also it makes it so much worse and I, I always try to explain this to people then you might get it probably with football as well because everybody's like you know you love football so when you turn up one day and you're like, oh, I fucking hate this. Yeah. You also get rid of, you're like, oh, and I hate the fact that I hate it. Yeah. So I lo- I'm meant to love this. Yeah. And everybody was doing that. They were going, this is meant to be the best thing on the planet. I want to die. I hate this. Yeah. And then you, and then it, you, it makes it worse because now you're going, why do I feel that way? What's wrong with yeah, me? Yeah, like What's a guilt. Going? Yeah, you're yeah. so guilty. And we, I think all of us just kind of felt like it was so much pressure that it just got to the point where it's always going to kind of implode. Um, and also the side men trying to compete with them is basically impossible. We yeah. were talking about them on the way over, and do you know it, it was the YouTube com- community can work really, really hard, can't it? And um, I just said to Ben on the way over, we were in the cab, and I said to Ben, like YouTubers graft and have historically grafted. You don't see many pictures of YouTubers on the beach. 
No, never. Yeah. Like, and we were like, oh yeah, like Sideman. Look at the Sideman. You're saying that, and that. How, how many of the knee boys? Four. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It was you four, have four us, of yeah. you. You get you get seven. The Sideman, seven calendars, and you think. God, big the thing respect is, though, for that, because that is, must be hard. I, I, was, I said to Simon the first time when we did E-Boys, I literally just went up to him and I went, how? How, how do, you do, do you do it? Yeah. yeah. I was like, because I, I was like, we are, there's half of us and we're like fucking losing our minds. Yeah. So like, yeah. how do you do this? You can imagine though that he's, like they must spend so much time together doing shoots and it's always so organised and all that kind of stuff that if they do get the chance to go on holiday, like they don't want to go on holiday with the sidemen that they've spent all the time with anyway. So yeah, they'll probably yeah. just go with like, maybe... I think Ethan's on holiday with Will Lenny at the moment. Oh, he's not okay. the sideman. So, so, so well, because they do have, you got like clicks outside of it. Yeah, of course, yeah. It is work. Like it's proper, it is proper work. Yeah, like, of people course. could say what they want. I think with want, sidemen, but... that's become like proper work I've for seen because their, their team's so yeah. big brutal and that you be here at this time and it is they are going to the office and yeah, that's also the difference but I think there also is a thing and like I'm I know and, and I would I, I'm speaking on behalf of myself and I'd, I'd assume more people who kind of came up in my generation is that if you're in my era which is the one after them you would be kind of you knew there was money and you also knew that you kind of like especially as you managed to do the commentary videos you know, I used to be able to make a video in about eight hours and get a million views. And, you know, and we got really used to that, like so used to it, to the point where that was one of the things with the e-boys. Three days planning for a shoot day. Wow. It, people thought it was hell. Yeah. And I used to have to sit there and go, uh, by the way, guys, like if you were working on anything else, like this is actually still easy. Yeah. I was like, you, I was like, you guys don't have a clue. Like, but people then went from video in the bedroom, turn it on or like after you've had, maybe dinner watched Breaking Bad for four hours turn, like, make a video crack out on a million view video turn it off and then they're being told like you got to hire a cameraman make sure he turns up on time yeah. sort of. and some people just fucking did not like that yeah. they just were not about I think, that I think know? the thing is as well a lot of people in that world they're kind of they're creative people like they're they're not used to like organizing yeah, them. being organized and, and getting no teamwork a, as well. Yeah, that's what I'm, and team working in a team as well. Most people are doing it in front of a camera when they want to do it. It could be two in the morning, three in the morning when they do it. You know what I mean? Whereas when you've got to organize a shoot like that, everybody's got to be there at a certain point because it lets everybody else down. And it's a bit. It does it once. Once people start actually going, you've got to be there at a certain time, mate. You start to think, job. Oh, shit, I've got to be there at a certain proper, time. It, and then, it's that routine because people also get so used to also being like. I record when I feel like it and I get the best video. Yeah. And then when they're like, oh, fuck, I'm you know, being told to. I'm being told yeah. to. Instantly, yeah. they don't feel like... Or I'm in a stream till to... six in the morning. Or People felt like, weirdly, the term that was always used is like, I feel like I'm being forced to make videos. Yeah. And it'd be like, because before then, they're not wrong, technically. Yeah, that's true. Before yeah. then, like, I would be like, it would be one o'clock in the morning, I'd be laying in bed and I'd suddenly go, oh, that's a good idea. And I'd just get up, turn the lights on, and shower, it, yeah. and I'd shoot it and I'd... And I do it, and I just and I just ride off that energy. Whereas um, I've always wanted to do this, so for yeah. me it's completely different. I I would trade anything for a sh- I, shoot days are my favourite days. Yeah. But for other YouTubers, they never they they avoid them like the plague. They dread it, yeah. yeah, they avoid them. They hate them. So they're your your favourite days. What yeah. about you? Um, I I actually quite like um a shoot day when we're doing like a football video. Yeah. Podcasts are my podcasts are my favourite. I think I've got to say but more because... than the football video. No, the thing is, the thing is, with a football video, I've got to dive around like a dickhead for about yeah, six hours, yeah, and it hurts, right? The last, the last time we did a football video, yeah, we did a video with um, 
Mini Minter, Toby, Manny. Um, I made a video. They made a video. He made a video. Yeah, I saw They're, Manny's. Mate, I am not joking. I just finished training, right? Finished training. Oh, so um, you've already been training as well? I've already been training. Walked straight off my training pitch, round a hedge to meet the lads, yeah? And I did. I walked off that training pitch five hours later. And I must have dived around, honestly, a thousand times to the point where I, had, I went out of shower, got in the car, and I was like... Wow, wow, that is the hardest day ever. I was blowing. Woke up the next morning stiff as a board, like it was brutal. But don't, I love the I love the shoot days because I love how much like energy. And to be fair, I think I think the lads enjoy doing it as well. So what I would say when you got Chris N D and like Simon and stuff like that, they must have so many videos where they've got to be like on it and funny and it's like the camera's in their face. Whereas with a football video, they're just yeah. booting balls and having a laugh and reacting oh, to it's, what's it's just happened. It's effortless. I like yeah. those videos, like when you guys started doing those, I was like, oh, these look great because it's, it's when you've got three, four people who all want to be there. As yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Like it doesn't, it's not a shoot day. Yeah. You, you're just it's a laugh, laugh, isn't it? Yeah. I know. Yeah. You're down, it's like being down the park with your mates. Fine balance, though. And that was the thing with E Boys. There were some days, like, and you could tell the videos. The videos that were good are the ones we all turned up and it felt like we were working. Yeah. Um, the ones that are awful are the ones where you can tell we turned up and we didn't really think the idea was very good. We all felt like we could have had somewhere else to be. Yeah. And also the problem is now as well, it's because of the way that YouTube's changed. Um, that channel costs so much money to run, which people don't don't realise, and people were constantly getting these massive offers for other stuff and other work, and they won't be able to do it because they're committed to e-boys. Like, I don't know if I'd be doing the podcast if it wasn't for e-boys, like, because it would have taken so much time out of my day. I wouldn't be able to schedule guests around it. Yeah. And you need to be open because some guests can't work on your time, obviously. So it was that thing where I'm looking at it and I would say, weirdly, I made, I've made more money not being in the e-boys, and so has everybody, than if we'd have carried on going, even though e-boys would have been probably 10, Massive. 20 times bigger. It would have been, And yeah. that is insane. Yeah. And really kind of sad. But that's because it's our business and you're running it. Whereas if you can do stuff like, you know, I wouldn't be able to do like Sky Sports gigs or, or Amazon and all of that. Yeah. So I'd be, I'd be committed to e-boys all the time. Kind of is what it is though, isn't it? Like say that's... But it was so, such good fun. I miss it a lot. Do you, yeah. Like if we could do another one, I'd do it in a heartbeat. But you've got the, the podcast. Yeah, but so... I'd still do it. If, if we did one a month, even just one a month, I, I, I'd, be, I'd be down. Because I reckon we could find the time. Yeah, so. a comeback? Do you know what? It's always discussed, but I never know how serious people are being because I'll go because I my like my roommate George I live with George who's part of the e-boys he'll always go like well James said he'd kind of be interested and I go did he or were you guys in a club yeah <laughs> you pissed out your head and, I'll go, and also but you'll never hear Will said he'd be you've never heard that you've never yeah. heard Will would be interested who's got all the logins to the uh, e-boys YouTube channel I'm not logged in um, I logged out straight away because I was broken. Yeah. Um, but I think George and I think George is still logged. Does he? So, does he still go through the analytics and stuff and look at the money that's still making? It still does. Like so a year, a, year, be, yeah. a year down the line, then. So is the channel just like so? Obviously, they're evergreen, aren't they? The videos are there for everyone to watch whenever they want. So a year without posting, are you still making money from ad revenue? Yeah, we like we still have um, our assistant employed under. Under e boys, really, yeah. It's still, like, it's still just like the podcast, everything. And what's crazy now is, like, at the time, I knew it was big. When I go back, a podcast that in my head had two hundred thousand views in a week, which is insane. Yeah. Now have eight hundred k. Yeah. And I'm sat there going, imagine if that plus, if it had continued momentum. It's sad. It is sad because it was great, but then I do think if you asked everybody, they would have 
they wouldn't have been able to do their own stuff, stuff to yeah. the level yeah, that yeah, they yeah, have. Yeah, like, yeah. if you look at Will, like, if you've ever watched the Will Lenny video, yeah. every time I see him, I just feel like I need to like, just get on my knees and just pray to him because <laughs> it's just so good. But there's, but I know how much time he puts into those, and there's no way in hell that they'd be able to put... And he barely posts anyway. Yeah. That plus... Because uh, Will doesn't half-ass things as well. That's the thing. We could have half-assed it, for sure, and made loads of money and carried it on, but it wouldn't have been as fun. It wouldn't have been as good. Whereas I do like looking back on it and going, I love every video on that channel. Yeah, that's nice, mate. But, you know, I also do like having a job. <laughs> so, yeah. So it got away from one so, point. So with Internet Sensation now, so obviously we'll put a link down below. Um, I was watching a few episodes last night. Thank watching you. one with Lauren Alexis. That. Really good. Yeah, um, <laughs> obviously I'm going to pick that one out. <laughs> Just quickly, know. do you have the kind of scheduling conflicts that we have sometimes of trying to get a guest booked in and then like you you struggle like crazy and then somebody lets you down and then somebody else lets you down and you're thinking, oh my God, am I ever going to get some, yeah. something shot? One time, uh, with one of my good friends, Kit, he did let me down massively. Um, Last and I, minute. And I will never, ever let him... Uh, never let forgive him. him. Um, but most people have been really good because I got my, my new producer, Sam, and he used to work on TV. God, it's like, it makes me realise how fucked we all were as YouTubers because Sam is like up 8am in the studio, travels from Ealing an hour in. Wow. And I'm, I live 20 minutes away. Yeah, I, get, I get in at 2pm. <laughs> and, and he's been there... And he's like, he's got Google Docs and Google Sheets. And he goes, how are you doing your financing before? And I was just going, open app, make sure that there's money in it. Yeah, go, maybe I can get a new camera. <laughs> and he's like, this is insane. He's like, I hate it. He's like, I can't believe you guys. He's like, after meeting YouTubers, he's like, you guys are all mental. He's like, I don't know how you guys did this. It is, it is quite amazing. But it's moving to that point now. We, we, went to the off- we were in the office the other week and um, Ben came in at like nine. We were moving offices and... Um, and Ben came in at about nine, and then about four, four he went right. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go. He went, oh, a long day that one. That's a that's a good day that is. That's and like, I was there going like a nine to five standard, working job. Standard almost. day that mate. But I feel like you do, because this is the thing. Like when you said I'm on the train this morning, yeah. I was like I was sat there last night at three a.m. going, oh god, I set like six alarms this morning. So I was <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, I've got I've got to make it. And I was like, actually for bed because you you would have been training. All of that time, and I just what what is the usual training times for a footballer? Uh, well, I I live in the Midlands, so I so when I was playing for Watford, I had to drive hundred miles every day. Down, you used to drive from Birmingham. Yeah, so I drive from sort of near Birmingham where I live down to Watford, which is hundred miles, like an hour and a half, whatever, and forty minutes. Then you'd train from about sort of half ten, to, and then you'd leave the training ground at about one ish. And then drive back home again. It's and then I'd come and do the podcast. Or... I thought it would be, to be fair. No, you can, only, you can only train a certain amount of time, can't you? Because if you're, especially with football as well, if you're training too much, you're going to injure Get something. Injured, yeah, yeah, you'll pull a muscle or something like that. Um, but then, like I say, I'll be coming home doing podcasts and I'll just go to the office with these lot and we'll be looking at stuff being edited and yeah. like pictures of this. Should we put this on that? Ideas and stuff like that. But I'll buzz off it anyway. I'm busy as you like. Absolutely yeah. love it. Yeah, because that was the thing. That's, and that was the thing with e-boys, you know, I... I realised that I got so used to just kind of working completely on my own, yeah. completely own schedule, and it worked. So yeah. why would you stop? Exactly. I only, I, I, you only really change something if it doesn't really work. So it was like I would just be like, if I can, it, sometimes I'd be like, like I used to, you'd never be able to catch me because some days I'd be up at nine a.m. and I'd work to nine p.m. Um, because what I used to do is I used to record, edit, and upload in the same day, wow. which is insane, by the way. But I think there was something about having that last minute. Pr- I only really get stuff done last minute. Yeah. So I think I knew, <laughs> for me, I, if I was like preparing a video four days in advance, 
You'll still wait till the I'd last still day. It'd still be last day when yeah. I got 85% of it yeah, done. it's true. So that just used to be how I do it, whereas now it's so different because I've got my producer, Sam, who's like, we're doing this today, doing this today, and, and you know, and it's very different. Yeah. But it's better. It's I, 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 like, I like the saying of, I, I could wake up at two in the morning and I've got an idea and I'll just go and get showered and yep. get it going, done there and then. That is, that's like, most people don't do that, you know. I had no social life, like, because uh, there are, the, what, my, the friends who made it really, really big, they all did that. They all did the same thing. Yeah. But then it's hard to tell. I suppose it's what keeps you happy, really. Yeah. There's a balance. There's a, definitely a balance. And I enjoyed that. But what I noticed is my enjoyment heavily landed on whether the video did like a million views or not. Oh, okay. It was the moment I was doing that and they weren't doing as well as I thought I was. I was completely miserable. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's only great when I'm literally like peak, peaking, like, like, highest but yeah. when it's kind of not like that i'm like this is not fun this is not really and yeah. it's not good because i was like I, w- I would be fine with sacrificing seeing all my friends if i was getting like a million view video and i realized that's not good yeah that's that's kind of insane yeah. I, don't, I don't hang out with people that's like, like a drug that is yeah it? when oh, you generally. see that one out of ten performing video you go oh my god little balloons and that's the flying off it it's like oh my god this is incredible yeah, my friends used to like never see me like uh, yeah. and that's one of the things like since I took the year off that's that's why that's why this is the first year I've been able to go to all the Chelsea games yeah because before uh, I lived in London for three years and I would never make the trip to Fulham because I'd be like nah Saturday's the day upload day yeah. Sunday's upload day uh, you've got to find so, a balance haven't you mate you have yeah I used to just know, and I used to be like what's the point in like doing YouTube and like making I get like really great money for doing all this stuff and then not doing anything. Not enjoying it. Yeah, no, I'm not do, I'm like, I don't. I don't do anything at all. Like yeah. I realised that at one. I wasn't even playing football. That was awesome. That was when wow. I realised it was a problem. Completely withdrawn. I used to play football maybe four times a week. Like you know, we had six aside team. We had training, and then we had Sunday league, and then normally we'd go and just have a kickabout in the field. And I remember just one day I moved to America for six months, and I didn't know anybody there. And I was like, I'm really depressed, but I'm doing YouTube full time. What's yeah. going on? And I was like. I haven't played football in a, in like a year. Yeah. And I was like, and that was literally, I used to be, I used to, my life used to be 50, 50 split. And now it was just all that. And I was like, this isn't fun. Can't do it. Can and you? now it's back to that. It's so much better. Yeah. I like like it's, it, it's a lot. You got the structure of the weekly show and, um, yeah. as well, just on that. What, what's the, what's the, so internet sense you've got the, the podcast show. What does the team look like behind that? How many, cause obviously we've got, we've got a quite a small team to be fair. I think it's, Arguably a little bit too small, but yeah, streamlined um, is what it is. Yeah, yeah. it is streamlined. streamlined. Keep more uh, money, keep more wages down. <laughs> what's what's the team look like? So currently, um, up until maybe about like six months ago, it was literally just me. Um, I even to the point of editing, yeah, uh, which wow. was the main thing. My friends sacked editing off maybe like 2018, whereas I was so ingrained in the idea that like. It's not an I'm Alex video unless I've basically touched every every single thing, um, and that's been that was really hard. And then in the last six months, I realised like if I do want to do the podcast, I do want to do the main channel. And I wasn't even doing the main channel at that point, and I also want to do like a second channel, and then also I want to be able to do stuff like this. I can't be. Yeah. That's like that's like five days worth of editing. Yeah, so you've got to give all up the reins a little bit. You got yeah. to let somebody else do something. So the first thing we did is. Um, I brought on. I've got two editors now. Um, they full time with you? Yeah, both full time, um, which is expensive. Uh, but yeah. you know, they're but you know they're so neat because that's that instantly frees up eight nine hours a day. 
which is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's an entire day, pretty yeah. much. So that instantly <laughs> frees that up. And then and then I was also like, my problem was, is that because I was out as well, when I realized, like, well, I can't be checking and managing stuff because, like, if I'm in here for, like, two hours or, you know, attending, like, uh, premieres, you know, the, all the hard parts of the job. You do. I always uh, see him at a premiere. I love the red carpet. I love the red carpet. Get me on a red carpet. I love them. They're fantastic. But like, I, it was that thing. Where I was like, well, now I need somebody to basically manage, like micromanage it. So when I got my producer sad one, um, now it's so great because it is at a point where he plan, he gets the show, so he plans the whole show. I don't even like. I don't even have to write. Like, I'll, I'll basically be like. Like if we were getting like you on Ben, I basically go, oh, there's this one specific question that I personally want to ask, but Sam will do the rest. Sam can write a two-hour show, yeah. Like, and even and he hates football. He still has to do it. Do yeah, so, yeah. That's so really, like, really, really good. yeah. And and you that's step your game up to Massey, all right? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. A, yeah. And that's that's game changing. Like yeah. that. So that's the team at the moment. It's me, Sam, uh, my editor Pan, um, my editor Dan. Uh, Sam Pan and Dan Sam Pan and Dan Sam Pan and Dan the dream team it's a motley crew yeah Um, so that's who it is at the moment that's us four and then we've also got my mate Thomas who's part time who does just the podcast yeah but that's because he's constantly doing stuff with the Sidemen and Mr Beast so he's busy all the fucking time busy doing stuff yeah with the big boys yeah he's he's got better work apparently and what does he do with you uh, editing as well editing's the main thing really that I just because it's the most time consuming um, if you, you want people who can get it right Alex Elmsley Elmsley Elm, Elm, Elmsley Elmsley yeah it's an annoying last name uh, um, that was brilliant mate top notch You're thank you so much amazing brilliant. I told really you kindly waffle for fun yeah but it's, it's such a skill waffle, to have really good no, dream podcast really good it's so nice though. So it's so easy mate honestly really really enjoyed thank you that. so much for no this on. was class fun I loved it every minute of it yeah, and then you. we could talk about panini stickers on my podcast because yeah. we yeah, can get we'll talk about that on your podcast if you want to see the panini stickers everybody Internet sensation shows. You haven't got Panini though. You've only got match attacks. I have a few. I do have a few. So are we talking about this on no, your podcast? No, we'll talk about yours. We'll talk about yours. Yeah, we'll talk about yours. I like it though. I like it, mate. Um, as always, mate. Up the Fozcast. Up the Fozcast. Up the Fozcast. Love it. Well there done, we go. Mate. Amazing. Thank you. Very good. Brilliant. That is incredible, guys. Thanks everybody for watching. We hope you enjoyed the latest episode of the Fozcast. Don't forget to give us a follow on Spotify. Up the Fozcast. <laughs>